0: Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong.
1: Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening and I know some people following the October 28th date of the Mayan calendar last Friday were a little bit disappointed uh, that there was no obvious outer manifestation in the world and I just want to reassure people uh, from my own perspective that significant things are happening much more on the inner realms than the outer realms at this point and after three days of uh, the void I felt very strongly but yesterday, the 1111 was actually the beginning of a new era, a new golden era of peace for us to be part of. And my guest today, Maureen Edwardson, is about to publish her book, "Your Magical Evolutionary Code Unleashed: The Science of Inner Resonance," on the eleven eleven eleven, which I believe is a particularly potent energetic day. And I'm sure, Maureen, you chose that day for a very specific reason. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much Peter it's wonderful to be here.
1: So tell us about the 111111 and why you chose that date.
2: Well, uh, the 111111, 11, 11, um, you know, I, I know a little bit about numbers and uh, and I have also been aware of Solera's uh, original 1111. 11. I think back in 1992, I was part of that whole um, a frequency shift on the planet as well. So I have been following, you know, the 1111 11 for a long time and the 888 and the 999. Those numbers, you know, especially the double digits are are power numbers. So 11 is uh, probably the very first uh, power number we've had uh, because it's a double digit. I mean, 10 is a double digit, but what I mean is like 11, 22, 33, 44. Those are master numbers. And so the 11, 11, 11 is, is particularly powerful. And it's my understanding that it's a dimensional doorway. And in addition to that, with people's awareness and focus, that amps it up even even more so. And there's a wonderful website, Children of the Sun where you can find out a lot more of of that uh, powerful shift that is going to be happening um, uh, a week ago. I mean a week (laughs) week ago. You see, time is shifting backwards and forwards. There is no time. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So on November 11th, this will be um, a, a wonderful time to do anything. And so what we're doing today is talking about clearing the way as we are In between worlds, you know, Greg Braden talks about the time between worlds at the end of one mind calendar and the beginning of uh, our co creation from a clear place of consciousness.
1: So, before we begin uh, talking about your book, just give us a, a brief outline of how you came to your awakening path. I'm always interested for our listeners to hear how guests on the show actually awakened in the first place.
2: Well, I was really slow, Peter. You know, I I was a slow starter. I had no clue uh, most of my life who I was. And so, you know, I married a man to really help me wake up uh, myself. And, you know, he was everything that I wasn't. So it gave me a wonderful opportunity to really, um, you know, go up against, um, you know, who I wasn't. So that was a very um, challenging time for me in my life. And of course, you know, because I had had abuse as a child and it was all repressed, I had no way of understanding or knowing or connecting to that information. I just knew that things weren't working for me. And so um, eventually uh, with two children, my youngest daughter being three at, at, at the time, just a couple of weeks before her fourth birthday, there was an incident in our family that really triggered... Um, my childhood abuse. And so from that, I went to get help because I knew at that point, even though I wasn't connected emotionally to the material, I really needed to go in search of professional help. I knew that, um, you know, sexual abuse touched every part of who I was. And so it's been a journey. And I hadn't connected to the type of process that would actually help me I, I just became a workshop junkie and kept you know looking for more and i was so eager you know oh, so eager to heal and to clear and i'd have my hand up and the facilitator would ignore me or i would go through everything that everybody else was doing and somehow ah, i was a failure at that too However, what I didn't know until looking back in retrospect is that that was all vital information that I was gathering so that I could have a deeper understanding of all the different ways and the different paths and the different threads that I ended up, you know, um, having the gift to weave together into a coherent new technology of, um, of wholeness. And that's the inner resonance that I ended up developing.
1: Perfect. So let's talk about that, uh, the inner resonance and what that that actually means.
2: Well, resonance um, has many different definitions. And uh, the three that I mostly work with are the electrical definition and um, uh, musical, you know, the acoustical definition and the chemical definition. And the electrical definition, um, you know, right from Webster's Dictionary, um, it says that zero in an electrical circuit zero resistance allows maximum flow of energy and doesn't that just work so perfectly you know because we are you know circuits of energies we have meridians and and we're energy beings so when we have resistance you know in our energy field and in our in our bodies we don't function as well we have less energy available to do and be who we are so I love that definition that's my favorite Zero resistance allows maximum flow of energy. And the second one, acoustical, is uh, or musical resonance, is um, what creates amplification. Because when you get um, two similar waves of sound or waves of energy of any kind, even like on the ocean is a good example of that. You get two similar waves meeting, and uh, and the buoy bobs up and down. It doesn't move anywhere, but it, it, it creates a standing wave, so it moves up and down. So that's a really good visual um, uh, definition of, of res- resonance. However, the musical definition, you get two sound waves that are similar, and they meet, and they amplify. They double the sound. So... When we are resonating with something else outside of ourselves or someone else, our joy just increases. Or guess what? You know, our um, anger increases. So it depends on what it is. You know, resonance is uh, is scientific. It doesn't favor positive or negative. It just amplifies whatever is presented. And then if you have two similar uh, but different. Frequencies, but not too dissimilar, then you create a harmonic, and that works. That works really well. So we can be around a lot of different things and people that we can be in harmony with that perhaps are different from us. And the third one is where you get um, really out of out of phase. You know that you have big, you know, loopy waves, and then tiny little ones. They're completely out of phase and really dissimilar to each other. Then it just flatlines. It cancels each other out and you get white sound, for example, or you get relationships that aren't working anymore or jobs that don't suit you when you are progressing so much more and the job is not a fit for you anymore. Things don't work, you know, it it doesn't flow and uh, you bump up against all kinds of resistance. So does
1: that help? Absolutely, yeah, perfect. And also, just as as we're sort of setting this up today, you also talk about the body as a supercomputer technology. Just just talk about that.
2: Yes, I will. And I'm just going to backtrack because I didn't answer the third part of the question I promised, and that's chemical resonance and oh, yes. you know, and 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 what that basically is. Just a short uh, version of that is mirrored. You um, know, mirrored balance, and we speak of about as above, so below; as within, so without. So that is the definition, um, a short version of chemical resonance. As within, so without. So, I'm sorry, your your next question.
1: Uh, I was asking about the your definition as of the body as a supercomputer technology. Oh,
2: absolutely. You know, uh, we have these incredible. Um, you know communications devices, these expressors of consciousness, this incredible you know supercomputer that we're sitting in, and we often hear of the brain being talked of as um, you know as a computer, and of course anything that we can build externally uh, doesn't even hold a flame to the capacities that we carry within us. Uh, th- the brain itself, for example, uh, the conscious uh, the conscious mind interrelating with the brain uh, processes at 40 neural impulses per second. Uh, the subconscious material interfacing with the physical brain uh, will process at 40 million bits per second. And the superconsciousness, spirit, if you will, is non-local so it, it processes instantly and so the body also has incredible programs um, really the the body is a walking miracle and I just love watching those programs on Knowledge Network and, and public TV that talk about that and I would encourage if people see those to really um, uh, really grasp uh, more of what they're walking around in. The liver for example is, is processing 100,000 enzymatic uh, doing, actually, 100,000 enzymatic processes every second. And the liver reproduces itself cell by cell every six weeks. And so... It's, we're always in flux, we're always in change. And so when you say, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, how are you? Well, you know, which you, the you from last year, the you right now, (laughs) when you haven't seen people for a long time, even one year, they're meeting probably almost a fully, completely different person than they were a year before. So we have amazing opportunity to be, uh, reprogramming, deprogramming and, and shifting our physical reality as well as our mental and emotional and spiritual ones.
1: So in the uh, in the book, you, you uh, early on in the book, you, you talk about a number of very gifted uh, scientists who have uh, really bridged the gap between science and, and metaphysics. And uh, obviously we don't have time to go through all of that today, but there must be some elements of the science that you feel are critical for our listeners to understand for today's program.
2: Yes, um, certainly, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton's biology of belief has been a really strong foundation for uh, me understanding what I had put together. Um, he, Bruce's, um, his newest book also is Spontaneous Evolution, and his website is brucelipton.com. And and Bruce is really brilliant in in Communicating some very complex science as a cellular biologist into everyday language that we can really understand and put to use for ourselves. And he explains how thoughts and emotions, excuse me, uh, create physical outcome in in the body and how each tiny cell is a microcosm of the whole body. And for example, we used to think that the the brain was, um, you know, in the nucleus of the cell just like the brain in our physical body. And it turns out that the nucleus houses the the blueprint, the DNA, which is the blueprint. And so um, it's the... Uh, it's the skin of the cell, the membrane of the uh, the cell wall that actually is the brain. Membrane is the brain, and and on the outside of the membrane are hundred oh, at least a hundred thousand receptors that are task specific to particular kinds of, of of thoughts and emotions. That each of them have a, a a neurochemical that gets produced in the brain, and then through the principle of resonance. Um, See Candace Pert's book, Molecules of Emotion. She explains this through the principle of resonance. Those two um, things connect the neurochemical from the thought or the emotion, and the receptor on the cell wall. And then that opens the gates and channels for the behavioral outcome, the, uh, the blueprint to give the, the chemical codes of uh, what's needed. For example,
1: so Maureen, we're actually just coming up to our first break, so let's take the break and return okay. with this really important explanation. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
3: Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to myheartcenteredjourney.com for more information. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network.
0: Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tongue. Just want to remind you to go to my website, ww.petertung.com. And my latest newsletter will be up there very shortly for the month of November. Reflections on my visit to San Francisco and the inner workings of the Great Pyramid in the downtown streets, and also our wonderful Libra workshop that took place uh, in early October, um, as well as all sorts of other bits and pieces about the month of November. As well, my triple my, sorry W dot my centered journey dot com for our Ambassadors of Light program and our class that takes place every two weeks as well as all of the other bits and pieces that are on offer there for you having me today Maureen Edwardson who is talking about her book Your Magical Evolutionary Code Unleashed The Science of Inner Resonance and she is publishing that book on the 11-11-11 in just over a week's time before the break Maureen you were talking about some of the important science that is behind uh, the Inner Resonance work that you're talking about and you were just talking about Bruce Slipton's work and Candice Pert's work. So just finish that off for us.
2: Yes, thank you, Peter. Um yes. Um I guess the point I want to make on that last little bit was that you know, we have thoughts, and they have uh, neurochemicals get produced, and receptors on the cell that receive that information. Gates and channels are opened, and then that chemical code is released, you know, through the DNA program into the body uh, through uh, a process that you can, um, you know, you can read about in in uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton's books, uh, Biology of Belief. Also, what I think is really important to know about uh, Bruce's work is that, you know, he has discovered that, you know, it's the environment that that changes our DNA. We are not stuck with our DNA code that we've inherited. This is huge. And so consciousness and thoughts and emotions um, and our spiritual consciousness actually changes the DNA And it does so through that mechanism that I just spoke of. And for more information on that, see Biology of Belief, Uh, it's very, very crucial to our ability to choose, you know, and co-create our realities, which is what
1: your show is all about, Peter. Well, it certainly brings us back to having control over our lives and and being empowered, doesn't it?
2: Absolutely. You know, and uh, and Bruce also talks about, you know, uh, ourselves, Being a community of cells, and we ourselves, then in that next picture, are cells in the body of the greater creation. So we're all connected, we're all part of each other just by breathing in molecules of shared uh, recycled air with the memory of all of creation. And so, based on what you were just saying, you know, I I just wanted to move into the next uh, scientific support for this work, which is Nassim Haramin's Unified Field theory physics and he's been acclaimed by both the quantum and the Newtonian physics as uh, I think two years ago in 09 voted upon as as having the best paper of the year and he delivered that paper I believe to the entire physics community at their international conference uh, in August or September and what he discovered what this paper talks about is how every cell in our body is a unit of co-creation that in the unified field theory, which, you know, for people that don't understand what that is, I didn't, of course, at one point. So, it it unifies the science of the infinitely large, which is the Newtonian world, and the infinitely small, which is the quantum world. And so, it's been the golden grail of physics, you know, ever since this whole uh, question eluded Einstein himself, and everyone's been looking for it since. So, Nassim Haramein appears to have found this solution, and proves mathematically that you know each cell is a co-creative unit and a black hole is something that you know absorbs all energy and a white hole you know expands and and creates energy outward and so it was always thought that black holes and white holes were different phenomenon, uh, were completely different phenomenon. But what has now been understood is that they are dual aspects of the same thing. So, in other words, you know, our body is and our cells are the event horizon between the infinitely large and the infinitely small, absorbing information like a like a black hole and then creating outwardly with that information that we have brought in, then we expand and create. So we co-create. We don't create all of our own reality. Uh, we only do that. We create our own reality only in our own universe into a certain point. So every time we have a thought or an experience or an emotion, that imprints into the quantum field, or as quantum scientists wouldn't call it, um, um, uh, the, the vacuum, uh, Greg Braden would call it the divine matrix, you know, the quantum informational field. It doesn't matter what name you put on it, it's that collective consciousness that we are a part of and contributing to uh, on a, a second to second basis. And so, as that information in the field changes with your input, then it feeds back into your own perceptual reality and then you respond again. So, it's it's like a figure eight you know, where you're responding to the greater um, world apparently outside of yourself and then taking that in and then digesting that and giving another response, which then again changes that collective. So it's very cool how that happens. So it's very important, you know, I believe, to understand um, these basics so that we can really um, take command of our
1: lives. So let's talk about that now and let's see how you have applied this information, this science... Your own work with your inner resonance technology. Just tell us a bit about how people can apply this science to their lives today.
2: Well, what I've developed with the inner resonance technologies is a very simple protocol that has a lot of these concepts and, you know, way more over the 20 years of uh, of research that I've done with clients and, uh, you know, taking other trainings to really connect in. Using the conscious mind as a director, but then letting go into those other realms. And so the protocol has seven steps. And the first one is just remembering who we are as spiritual beings. And and so if you treat yourself like a supercomputer today, you know, you can actually... Um, follow along in that way and i must say peter that just even by telling people about the steps you know right now they their subconscious this is so non-invasive and so effortless and so organic that their subconscious already has these programs to know how to receive this information so then just automatically people will be um, having transformation happen for them today so is that okay if we just go through the steps and i tell people what they are absolutely and yeah, and, and just to know that your whole world can change, you know. Um, and so notice, you know, from now on, all the things that just fall in effortlessly that, uh, and all the things that go more smoothly than they used to. So,
1: so really, that, what you were just to clarify that. So what you were saying then, really, is you're bringing something that's already set up in your unconscious out into your conscious knowing.
2: That's correct, and the conscious knowing you know actually it's the subconscious knowing and the superconscious knowing of spirit uh, that already have this in place, so what uh, the inner resonance is is an interface you know like the windows of the of the biocomputer computer system, um, and so it's an interface that's going to activate the programs that you already have without having to figure it out. Perfect. And without having to know anything or or um, even uh, know, because, I mean, if you have a lot of um, uh, ancestral information that's creating static, you know, in your field, uh, that's limiting you from accessing more of who you truly are and infinite creation that you can play with and dance with, then uh, you don't necessarily know what that information is if it's in your genetic code uh, and it's influencing you uh, unconsciously. So this will we'll get to that part in a few minutes. So we'll be addressing all of that and allowing all levels of memory and everything that's connected and associated with it in the environment to be uh, neutralized and help you bring yourself into a new level. Level of expression,
1: new level of freedom of who you are. So let's just remind our listeners then at this moment that although we're having a discussion on this radio interview, that you, the listeners, are actually going through a process right now.
2: That's correct.
1: Okay, we'll so, carry on.
2: Yeah. So the first step is just you know um, breathing and and noticing your breath because it's the breath that connects us into that greater realm. It's the breath that reminds us that we are spiritual beings breathing in that higher consciousness into every cell. And that higher consciousness has three aspects that are common to all traditions and beliefs. That spirit is a place of limitless possibility, infinite potential. And second, that there is no time. That the past, the present, and the future are all available in every breath. And it's a place of absolute command, mind over matter, that we co-create with. And as you remember that you are part of and one with that greater source, it's an invitation at that point. You have an opportunity to invite all of your spiritual support that you know and love and all the spiritual support that's there for you that you may not know. And so you just say yes to that greater field of support and that connection that you have to source and it's really simple just yes and then the second step is inviting the body because we have all of our default programs you know just you know as we said our liver activated our heart pumping blood you know our respiratory system it's all happening automatically it's all those default what i call the three-dimensional default uh, settings And a lot of our super programs have been shut down uh, through trauma, through stress, through having forgotten who we really are and how we can interact with that. So we want to wake up that magic part of ourselves and ask for all our programs to just kind of switch back on and say yes to your body's capacity, your full-on capacity to be responder, a limitless responder to spirit. So we just say, yes, body, or switch on body. And I get people just to play along with me. So you're plugged into source, you switched on your machine with all of its programs at the ready. And so then you're just going to sit at the keyboard and ask for what you want. Because to have your computer do something exceptional, you need to interface with it. You need to ask it for something. And so we could do something as simple as um, allowing all issues... That carry pain, stress, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, all those parts of us we don't know how to name or don't have time to name. We're asking for all the root core causal levels of those issues that create interference and um, blocks in our lives. We're asking for all aspects of who we are, all of our personalities. We've all had a few hats, a few roles we've, we've, we've played and continue to in life. We want to ask to include all of our multidimensional selves on all levels of reality, which includes all frequencies, all dimensions, and all multiverses in that greater cosmic wholeness that's ever-expanding. And because that is so much, we go to the fourth step, which is the agreements that you can make with yourself and with your higher self, so that puts you in charge and nothing that's going to happen to you in this great... um, levels of the unconscious and superconsciousness that is not, you know, for your highest good. So we do ask the first agreement and you just say yes to yourself. It's like licensing agreements to personalize the program for you. So the first one is that only what's the safest and most appropriate for you at any given moment is what is allowed to uh, be processed. We've also asked, we're also asking to open to greater ease and gentleness than we've ever experienced or thought possible. And we're also asking for effortless grace because it's our birthright to be who we are, free of all the stuff that interferes of what
1: we're really not anyway. So Maureen, can I just ask you to pause for a moment because we're coming up to our second break.
2: Absolutely. It's uh, perfect timing.
1: I think it's good timing before we go into the uh, the final two.
2: It's perfect timing.
1: Great. Thank you. It's uh, Peter Tang here for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
3: Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tong and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to myheartcenteredjourney.com for more information. Listening on a Higher Dimension, Seventh Wave Network.
0: listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. I have with me today Maureen Edwardson who is about to publish her book, your Magical Evolutionary Code Unleashed, The Science of Inner Resonance. And before we continue, Maureen, just tell our listeners how they can access your work and also the book.
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, actually, the my author's page right now is probably uh, the most comprehensive place. It's uh, www.spiritualauthorscircle.com forward slash Maureen, M-A-U-R-E-E-N, Dash Edwardson. And that links you into my website, it also gives you the back page copy of my book, and it also allows you to pre-order my book to help me be a bestseller on the day of November 11th, which should be uh, wonderful.
1: Fantastic, and good luck with that on the 11.11.11. 11, 11.
2: Oh, I sure would be. (laughs) I I am co-creating this. I'm commanding, you know, with my aspect of reality.
1: (laughs) Great. So we were going through the uh, inner workings of the inner resonance technology, and I think we'd covered the first five steps in the protocol.
2: Something like that. And and I'm just going to just do a very, very brief recap. So everybody's plugged in, you know, to source. They've switched on their supercomputers that they're sitting in. Um, They've set an attention. And we've asked to deepen the intention to all times, all places, um, and widened it to everything associated and connected with those issues that interfere with you being your higher self and your best expression of who you truly are and then we've gone we've gone into uh, into creating the agreements and the agreements we've made so far are uh, safety and appropriateness and they are ease and gentleness and effortless grace because it's our birthright to be who we are and now it's um hmm, this is a really big one instant and permanent relief for what's ready for what has no further useful positive purpose at this time And, you know, we're so used to repeating everything, you know, at the conscious level, several times or reapplying things to keep things away. So this goes, you know, to instant and permanent, we're opening up to the concept, not, you know, you don't have to buy in, you are just opening the door to uh, that being possible. So if you're open to instant and permanent, you know, for what's not serving you at this time to say yes to yourself. And then we say, okay, so any leftovers you don't need to be disappointed about, just allow that whatever is leftover, trust that it has some purpose in the bigger picture we don't have right now, and also to allow, as the journey unfolds, a greater level of trust uh, that you will be shown the right way at the right time for what's needed. And so then we go into allowing the part of you that's open to something different being possible to be in charge. And the last is allowing the part of you that knows how to do all this for you, to, and outside of that place of your conscious awareness, in that field of spirit, in that great mystery where miracles are always waiting and available for us, asking that part of you that knows how to do all this for you to be in charge. And then you get to go, la, 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 <laughs> or imagine being somewhere really beautiful or peaceful or just getting on with your day and it just works in the background. Much like your supercomputer or your desktop uh, computer will, uh, will carry on doing its processing and a screensaver usually of your choice uh, comes up and you can go on virtual vacation somewhere. And so, or you can count to 10. So let's just say for the purpose of our time together, that we'll just ask everything that wants to be processed in that non-local place of timelessness where all things are possible on all levels of reality right here, right now, to at the time we count to 10 to be just shifted and transformed, whatever it is that your system's ready for today. Okay, so I'm going to count to 10 and then we'll be done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Done. Oh, you can open your eyes if you had them closed or, you know, just uh, allow yourself just a moment to see how you're feeling because this is the last step. The last step is noticing if your body's feeling a little bit more relaxed or a little more clear. And of course, you'll have the program on archive on recording so that you can go back and go through this very deliberately with your own, you know, expanded um, uh, intentions and take whatever time you want because you can pause your computer and then go through it, you know, time as, as, as many times as you want. And so just paying attention right now to how you're feeling. And we're going to ask to program an icon on your desktop, which is your skin. And so choose a place to touch or just notice where your hands are already touching. And we're asking all levels of consciousness to notice the touch and the feeling in the body at the same time. And that programs the switch in your brain through association. And we're asking this to be a spot that's programmed to reactivate this chemistry of wholeness that is a sum total of all the steps that you've done and all the clearing that's happened so that in this moment, that touch is being recorded. And so I would invite you to take four deeper breaths where you're breathing in, touching, and breathing out, just let go of your touch. Breathing in and touching, exhaling and letting go of your touch. Breathing in and touching, breathing out, letting go let's just have one more just for extra measure here. Number five is the number of positive change. So breathing in and touching. And breathing out, letting go. So it's already programmed. So from now on, every day you only have to breathe in once. And touch and let go. And I recommend that you do that at bedtime so that while you're sleeping in that more efficient regenerative uh, space where your psyche also is sorting through things, that it can be more efficient. And then the morning, setting up that chemistry to run in your background like a super-duper defrag antiviral program that goes through your day. And then you can also use it anytime you get it triggered. Imagine life coming up like that, you know, and throwing things and knocking you off balance. Huh, it does happen to some people. And so then you just take that touch and a breath and it activates your whole inner resonance protocol, you know, instantly to clear and bring you back into balance a lot faster.
1: And having having completed this this moment uh, and thank you for that, uh, how do people track uh, how it's working for them? What's the best way to do that?
2: Well, I, I invite people to journal to notice and write down, you know, and, and today, for example, you could, uh, they, you know, you each could, could write down uh, the conditions in your life up to now, especially the ones that you wouldn't mind having shifted. And also you could think about the visions and the dreams that you have to, uh, to create in your life and, and, and just notice on a daily basis uh, those things that just drop in that just happen or you get a phone call from someone or you notice something in the newspaper or you bump into a, into somebody or you start off a spontaneous, apparently spontaneous conversation with someone, you know, just notice those things. And of course, as we notice those things, we create more of them. And every time we do notice something really great happening, just touch that spot again and just anchor that that accomplishment or that realization in and it just builds on the strength.
1: Now, in some ways, one of the points here is that it almost seems too easy. That's um, right. And one of the issues that people have is is just relaxing and letting go. And I think one of your expressions is re- relax, receive, and act upon awareness as inner guided. Just talk about that process a little bit or that, that place to be for a little bit.
2: That's true. I mean, truly, our only job is to feel good, you know, because it's from that good. And I love Wayne Dyer's comment, you know, that, that good is just God with an extra O. So as we do whatever it takes for us to feel good in healthy ways, preferably, um, then we are inspired from that place of um, inner calm to take action or whatever it is we're guided to. And that's the place where all information is available to us, and our next step is always one breath one second away from us, we live in the now, in each moment, we are guided, and we can have lots of goals and plans, but, you know, keeping, you know, one step in front of the other, while we have those greater visions, allowing, um, you know, their, you know, their unfolding, that's what I mean, if you are feeling as calm and as good as you can, then that is where you can listen and hear what it is that you're supposed to do, or uh, what action to take next. So it's that- not a totally passive thing it's just it, it increases it it decreases the static so that you can listen more clearly to those whispers that are always there for us.
1: And how does uh, synchronicity play into this once you've got to this uh, level of awareness?
2: That's what synchronicity is I believe. You know, the capacity to be clearly present and connected and that everything else finds you. You don't have to go looking for everything, everything or anything. It finds you. And that's the beautiful thing about synchronicity and serendipity. You know, it just is in the flow of life. And I just love living in those places. And and, and I do better, you know, some days than others with that, like all of us. But living in that place of synchronicity and flow is just beautiful.
1: And, and so this concept of how we've been conditioned and trained in the Western world to, to be doing all the time, actually, we want to be just allowing it to come to us.
2: That's correct. And I, and I love, you know, Shakti Gawain for her work, um, Creative Visualization. Uh, that was one of the first books that I encountered many years ago when I was waking up. And, you know, she was one of uh, many people I heard after that, but she was the person I heard it from, that we have it backwards in our world, that we have to have everything, you know, in order to um, to be happy and um, um you know, and, and we have to do things first, right? We have to do things in order to have uh, what we want, in order to be happy. And actually, we, it's backwards. You know, it's so important to be happy first. And from that happiness, we're inspired into right action, which then allows everything that we need and desire to come to us.
1: Maureen, we're coming up to our final break, which is a wonderful time for us to stop and reflect upon the process. And we'll come back and talk about some of the impacts and results that you've seen as a result of this uh, beautiful process. Wonderful, thanks. It's Peter Tong for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you
3: to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to com for more information. Be Extraordinary 7th Wave Network
0: Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tung. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just want to remind you of a wonderful opportunity to go to Egypt in the second half of February. Um, with Finbar Russ and myself co-leading a trip to all of the sacred sites with some wonderful opportunities to tune in, to meditate, to connect to the really important energies of the Giza Plateau and other centers around Egypt. If you are interested in that trip, please go to www.celticmysticaljourneys.com where you will find all the information and, and itinerary for that particular tour. Have we been today? Maureen Edwardson has just given us a wonderful uh, process, the inner workings of inner resonance technology to follow. And now, Maureen, I'd love you to tell us a little bit about the uh, results that you've seen for people who've gone through this process.
2: Yes, you know, there's some, been so many amazing stories, you know, that I could share. I love the physical ones, you know, simply because they're so tangible. This work is so intangible that people really need to pay attention. It's so organic and effortless. It's like not having the flu. <laughs> and it's our natural state to feel good. Um, however, there's some major things that people have had great results from. One being, um, you know, a man I worked with many, many years ago in, in Norway who had less than 10% use of his heart. 9.8% is my memory of that. And uh, they told him 15% because, you know, usually that's pretty minimal. And they, they didn't want him to, uh, uh, pardon the pun, you know, lose his heart, you know, and lose hope. So they told him 15 but it was really 9.8%, pretty low. And he was in line for a heart transplant. And he had one session. And he went from 9.8 up to 54%. And then a year later, I worked with him and he went up to an additional, well, to the level of 62%. And he finally told the doctors what he was doing and they just, you know, poo pooed him, of course. They're very traditional there. And he is, however, written up in the Norwegian medical journals as a, um, as a modern miracle because they had no explanation for what happened to him. So that's pretty fantastic. What
1: about results with cancer?
2: Yes, I've had a lot of people that have gone into spontaneous remission, sometimes in one session. I used to say one to four, but, you know, even after the first session, you have uh, amazing things can happen. It depends on the readiness and the soul uh, journey of each person, of course. and. You know, four times I like because the first time the subconscious gets something new it um, it kind of plays with it a bit but it's it's easy to invalidate if, it, if it's really fantastic when there's no way to explain it uh, so second and third time the information gets received on the logical and emotional sides of the brain and the fourth is uh, greater integration so that's why I say four because of how the subconscious works and uh, but everybody's different and once you've even gone through the protocol once like today you have your touch breath that you can do and keep yourself current and uh, allow deeper stuff that's ready in each day to be cleared. Um, so you can—it's a self-help uh, process.
1: What about addictions?
2: Addictions, yes. I've, I've uh, the very first people that Spirit sent me to work with. You know, twenty years ago were people in drug and alcohol recovery, and still, you know, one of my favorite groups to work with. Um, the first man I worked with really had such incredibly stunning results that everybody, when he was going to his, uh, his meetings, said, wow, what have you got? We want some of that. And so I ended up doing quite a lot of, of work in addictions recovery for people and helping them clear unconsciously because the level of pain that people experience in order to uh, need to um, medicate themselves into oblivion um, usually indicates some pretty serious trauma and for those people it's so great they don't have to drag themselves through the keyhole backwards screaming and shouting and re-experience everything that they left and didn't experience at the time or re-experience anything they do remember they don't have to know about it they don't have to relive it and they can neutralize that information in their field so then their body can start and brain can start to resonate with the original blueprint and heal and repair itself, some things instant, other t- things over time get repaired. Because once the field is cleared, your body is free to then repattern itself on its original blueprint, free of
1: that trauma. One of the issues that's really important for people to understand here is: I know a lot of people have gone through traumatic experience and are struggling in the world today. One of the reasons they don't heal is because they're terrified of going back into the memory, the experience, the emotion of the trauma and what you're saying is that actually isn't necessary in this process at all
2: absolutely and, and you can, you know, do any other technique within a residence. You can add the point of process. You can plug any technique, any counseling, uh, any nutritional stuff, anything that is beneficial to you. And I've had a lot of people come to me for fourth and fifth steps, for example. And the fourth step and the 12-step program is where you have to write down everything you've done wrong and all the, you know, the horrible pain. And then the fifth is where you speak it out loud to another person. And, and so when I've done, you know, when they have done, pardon me uh, a session with me before their fourth step or even their fifth it's just you know amazing it's just effortless they just write it down it's neutralized they can acknowledge it get the wisdom from it connect with what they need and the inspiration from it and um and and just they breeze through it uh it's so uh with
1: so much less uh less pain and then there's a final one i know there's a lot of people living under workplace stress in their lives today
2: Oh, absolutely. And that includes also, you know, uh, EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, but also, you know, personalities squished together into a common uh, purpose in in a small space or even big space. It doesn't matter. And so people are really, you know, being impinged and not everybody understands that we're so interconnected and don't realize and they feel victims of all of this stress happening around them and their own stress for deadlines and everybody's getting really crunched these days it's getting very intense. And so, you know, uh, people's own uh, personality and and backgrounds that they bring into the workplace can be really challenging uh, to stay neutral and get the job done and be more efficient and productive. So when people individually or even collectively go through this process in a workplace or, you know, um, uh, on their own at home, then what they bring into the workplace is a peaceful resonance and a calm place that then can have um, um, uh, an impact with those waves going out, calming everyone around them. Because in physics, the more, the higher, um, the more aligned. Uh, energies and the greater the coherence um, entrains everyone else up, unless there's really a lot of dissonance, you know, which flatlines and then disconnects like oil and water. But by and large, people are, you know, around the same sort of level. And so if you go up an, a, a level and you are vibrating at a, at a higher frequency of, of greater calm and stress release, then you can impact your whole workplace environment as well.
1: So Maureen, we're actually coming to the end of the show. It's gone really quickly. Just uh, remind us of your website and just give us a concluding uh, sentence or two summary.
2: Thank you. Uh, my personal website is innerresonance.com. The best place to find me in terms of my book is www.spiritualauthorscircle.com forward slash Maureen dash Edwardson. And uh, that will ha- give you my author page that will connect you to all the other information. It will give you an opportunity to pre-order. It will also, if you look at events events on that page, you'll see a beautiful three-day event happening for the 11-11-11 at uh, Unity Church at 42nd and Oak in Vancouver, if you live in the area. And uh, it's going to be just an amazing weekend. And you have an opportunity to pre-order my book until the 11th of November and uh, be thanked by all kinds of hundreds of dollars of beautiful gifts that you can download as my thank you for helping me become a bestseller
1: well thank you maury it's been a really really fascinating interesting show and you've you've really synthesized together a lot of very profound information and brought it into this fantastic spot so thank you so much for joining me today
2: Oh, it's just such a delight to be here, and I'm so grateful to you, Peter. Thank you to everyone, too. And by the way, if, you, if the people listening do get some amazing results um, or they have any questions about this, please feel free to call me or email me, pardon me, at maureen at innerresonance.com. I'd be delighted.
1: Thanks, Maureen. So my guest next week, i really pleased to welcome Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements who has now written a book called The Fifth Agreement with his son Jose. And I will be interviewing Don Liguel Ritz to talk about The Fifth Agreement on the show next week. We're really looking forward to that opportunity. I hope you have a wonderful week. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: That you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host Peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time noon Pacific time on seventh wave network